Yeah, a couple weeks ago, man, I turned 26. You did too, a week after me. I'm getting old, people. Getting it's like I'm closer, I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20 now. So it just made me, got me thinking, man. It got me thinking. And then you were telling me about a situation that got me thinking. You want to enlighten? You, you, All right, look, I'm getting old, people. Right. Last week was my birthday. And recently, it was your birthday, man. Because right. our birthday is actually 10 days apart. He's June 8th. I'm June 18th. This is how you know this was made to be. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> it's not the birthday that made me feel old, man. Mm. You want to know what made me feel old? What made you feel old? Bitches started hitting me up with their quarter-life crisis problems. Yes, people. I know we hear Quarter a lot life about... Quarter-life or third-life crisis? We hear about middle-age crisis and all, all that type of shit. But what happens when? All right, let me put it like this. I hear mm-hmm. you hear like I've heard from dudes in the t- in the past. You know, like oh, when chicks turn thirty, they start trying to have kids and lock right. dudes down and find yep. a beta provider mm-hmm. and all this shit. But truthfully, we've been young, so it's like we don't necessarily always have to deal with that, uh, that shit. That type of shit. Or even yeah. when you do see it, you see it with other dudes. You don't really necessarily experience the shit. That side of it, right? Suddenly, mm-hmm. I have a chick. Hit me up, right? And she's just basically saying how she needs advice. She needs advice, and I'm like, hey, I charge, bitch. But <laughs> and I normally give advice to dudes on how to get chicks, or I normally give advice on how to get chicks. But in this situation, it was relationship advice for a chick and her boyfriend. So I was like, all right, hit me. Let's see what you got. All right, you know what she tells me, people? Mm. Here's what it comes down to. She basically breaks down how, right? She. <laughs> is with the man of her dreams and the love of her life, and she knows this. Right. But there's just one thing. Mm-hmm. She's turning. She just turned 25, and she feels like she hasn't done what she thought she would have have done at this point in her as life. As far as what, though? As far as, like, maybe accomplishments financially mm-hmm. or career-wise mm-hmm. or just being on her own feet. Right. Because you were too busy shit. hoeing. All right, but go ahead. We're going to get to that. <laughs> so, she says this, right. but the only thing is she goes, but, and then she proceeds to say how he's awesome and all this type of shit, but, you know, he doesn't really have a steady job. He kind of flips shit on, you know, like on eBay or Craigslist or whatnot, but it isn't really a consistent financial thing, and I'm looking for a partner in the future who I could feel financially secure with she even said it like that mm-hmm. she you know how some chicks might kind of like fluff it up they might be like i just want a future i just want to see a future with somebody who like i feel safe with or you know what i mean they might fluff she kind of was a bit blunt with it she said like that i want that i see like financial stability with and i was just thinking like bitch you 25 now here's the thing people mm-hmm. i know this chick when she was a teenager okay because we were young right exactly man when you were nice and you just keep it cool over the years, you will have bitches that be in your life for years and years. You see them in and out of relationships. But what I didn't experience was all this, like, old people shit. Because right. now all of us, that's what's making me look, man. That's the funny shit is it wasn't turned to 26. It's all of a sudden, bitches are hitting me up with old people problems. It's yeah. like, I'm not one of you old fuckers. <laughs> Don't hit me up with this shit. Like, like oh, my God. Quarter life crisis yeah, talking about. Yeah, it's like. I want a financial stability. You trying to, like, you trying to settle down type shit and you hitting me up, though? Like, Why? 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 <laughs> like, I don't understand. Look, the whole thing is, why do you think that I'm going to be the guy all of a sudden 
that is gonna be this guy that you finally settle down with and like have that financially stable fucking thing and bitch I ain't your reparations yeah build a home with and all this shit now you wanna be you know what I'm saying now you wanna have the yo, fucking dog and it's, the it's fucking not, yo it's not even that here's, here, blah, 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 blah. here's what here was, here's what was crazy to me other uh, than the fact that this was just all the funny thing that was just making me realize like oh shit I'm getting, I'm getting older, older. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. bitches next thing you know bitches gonna be hitting me up like yeah he might have to just pick my kid up from school and he's not paying his child support or some shit I don't or know or some other shit I gotta pick like up you. my medication yeah. I'm like oh god I'm getting old yeah, oh anyways my god. here's what it is it's just, it's crazy to me because it's like, at the end of the day, you are basically having an, an unequivocated automatic assumption of entitlement that another dude is going to come and save your ass. Basically, like, yes. How, how, how do you feel? Like, you're 25 and young. Bitch, you're not in a wheelchair. Yeah, like you, you don't like, need. You can go out here and get it. Well, how how are you expecting another? Like, how does a grown adult have the entitlement that another grown adult's to, gonna take to care to of? Them? Lie on a on a man to 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 create that for her. That's, can you that's, imagine if what? us as dudes had that as assumptions? Like, yeah, I need a chick that I can build this with. Yeah, that, or, or, that actually sounds good. No, more like fucking. I need a chick who. You know, I know will be financially secure for me and all this type of shit. Like, Just what? Cool That's, that would sound here. insane, bro, yeah. if you said that type of shit. Right. Bro. Bro. <laughs> bro. Tell me, bro. Tell me. Here's what it really is, deep down at its core. Mm. This chick, I, if she was a rich chick, like, say she was a wealthy chick or she was well off or her parents or family was well mm, off. She had connections, whatever. She wouldn't have phrased it the way she did. She wouldn't have said, yo, um, like, I need him to be more financially secure, whatever, whatever. She's saying that because she's broke. She basically if wants she, some dude to live with to pay the bills. Exactly. If she shit. was wealthy or some shit and she was to complain about her man or some shit, yeah. it would probably be something like, oh, he lays around all day playing video games. He's not really ambitious or chasing his dream or whatever the case yeah. was. Like a chick who already has money, she's not stressed about, oh my God, what's going to happen as I'm getting old? She's Or she's not, or, or that's not a more, problem. It, it will be more on a snobby type of way. Like it would be more dismissive. Like, oh, he he's not on my level type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Her shit sounded more of like, damn, I need somebody to pick me up. To put their hand down and lift me up to where right, I right, right, exactly, exactly, you know exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yep, exactly. And it just wouldn't be framed that way. Like if a rich chick would just probably be like, yeah, he, she, he. like if you were like a chick could be richer than you, right? But if you're on your shit, like you're pursuing your passion, you got a life going on. Even if you're not on a paper left brain making the amount of numbers, that's not. It's not like the numbers is gonna magically make something in her brain like less attracted to you if mm -hmm. she sees you on your shit that's what it really is she's not really gonna be worried because that's never really been a concern in her life mm -hmm. but because for this other chick is in the, it's a concern not only do you want to be looking like you're on your shit but now she's also like i'm broke fucking i'm on medicaid like save my ass you know what it is i ain't captain save a hoe <laughs> you know what it is it's a lot of bitches grow up like mm -hmm. say we grew up in the hood but say the hood is the hood in the first it's a poor part of first world country mm -hmm. so on one hand you know she still has a lot of opportunity in her hands whatever the case is but at the same time it's like 
you grew up in the hood, right? You what it is is people grow up in the hood or whatever, but since you grew up in America, you still see the American dream shit. You still see like television, right? So what happens with these hood bitches is they go to Manhattan and whatever, and they see all these smiling white people mm. living their life, and they're like, oh shit. Like, why don't I have yeah, that? Yeah, and, like, and, but, but when you're like when 16, 17, 18, 21, 22, 23, yeah, it's like you're still young. You just got out the house, but as the novelty of getting out the house wears off and these bitches get older, they start to realize like, oh, shit. Look, I'm 25 and I'm still... Yeah, in, they start looking the at all these old bitches in the hood and they're like, oh, shit, that's going to be me. And then it starts to dawn on them and they yeah. start freaking the fuck out. And this isn't just a hood thing. This is just a general thing, period. A lot of chicks will hit this wall. It is could be it financially. Is? It could be with other things, too, I think. It could be sexually. Maybe maybe Shorty isn't exactly... She sees herself, like, getting older, and she she maybe her body ain't exactly on the point that she it used to be, or maybe she's getting... Maybe she's 29 going on 30, or 30, 30... You know, she's 30 now, and she's like, oh, shit, what the fuck, like... Like, my eggs is going to dry up. I, it it yeah, could be yeah. that. It could be other shit. It don't have to only be on some financial hood shit. It could be on some other shit, man. But, damn. I was that actually listening to the audio book. It's actually a business audio book. It's mm -hmm. called The Latte Effect. It's a decent book. It's a short little three, four-hour book. Mm -hmm. It's basically about, about how you're richer than you think and how just saving your money. Like, you don't necessarily need to be like, like chasing dream 100% or broke on your ass. Like you can save up money. How like just the first hour, the whole concept is the first hour that you work every day. Say you work the first hour you make like 10, 15, 18, but whatever the fuck you make. That first hour, you just pay yourself. You don't, you just take that first hour you work every day, just pay yourself as in save that money. And basically mm -hmm. how every day that 10 bucks, that first hour of the day, if you just save that money, that money, if you basically put it into like a Roth RA or 401k into a savings how that shit could be like your entire retirement fund, but it's in the it's in the perspective of like a dumb bitch. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's a very chick friendly book. So I would actually recommend that to that chick <laughs> if you're listening. She might be. Who knows? Yeah, yo, bitch, put fifteen dollars away every 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 day. All right? every day you work, put fifteen dollars away. Let me put it like, all right. all right. So so all the young males listening and whatnot. This is some shit that it's it's is off topic, but it's important to me because mm -hmm. this isn't just. Uh, just to talk about bitches, man. This is also just life in general. Because as a young man, we didn't learn a lot growing up in the Bronx. You just go to school. It's like you listen. All right, let me put it like this. Like, say, theoretically, you save $125 every single week. Mm -hmm. Say we're 26 right now. Say you're That's listening to this. Six grand a year or so. Exactly. Say you're listening to this right now. If you're 23, 25, whatever the case is, say you're 26 like us. If we saved $125 a week, by the time we're 46, we would have 120 grand in the bank minimum. And that's without like compounding interest and whatever the case is. That's just saving. After 10 years, it would be 60 grand. Like even after five years, it would be 30 grand. So it's like, if you think about it. You could invest that 30 yeah, grand. Yeah, and, and it doesn't even yeah. seem like it would be that much. Like, damn, right. 100 bucks a month. And that's the, and that's like 20, 30 grand after just like five years. Five mm -hmm. years is going to pass by in the blink of an eye any fucking way. You know right. what I mean? How many people we know even in the hood with like 50 grand in the bank, let alone 100, 100 grand yeah. by like 45 or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. if you put away just 50 bucks, by the time we were 50, we still have at least 50 grand in the bank. That's like and 20. And if you're younger listening to this podcast, we even have an even more advantage because 
you're hearing this at 20, you're hearing exactly. this at 21. This it's might just be something that's like, years. yep. So if you guys want to check out a book, a great book, favorite book, I will teach you how to be rich. It's not so much a, a rich hack book, but it's just financial basic shit from the ground up in an understandable format if you just never got to learn that shit in life. Nope. Shit, man. Bitches hitting you up. That shit just hit like a, a, a like a snap for you, like a like a like a switch or some shit. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is what all the motherfuckers were talking about. Like you hear about it, but when you experience it, it's they like just hit oh panic shit. Mode. Not only that, but mm. this chick hit me up on on the guise of like, oh hey, I'm sorry for everything in the past. This is like a new me. I'm kind of changing my life mm-hmm. over. Blah 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 yeah. blah. But what's funny is that I actually didn't reply to her, and then she kind of got tight because I left it on scene, and then she blocked me, <laughs> and then a week later she unblocked me. Sorry for blocking you. And I'm just laughing because I'm like, what happened to this new? I'm new now. Yeah. All my spiritual shit and co- yo, you left me on scene. <laughs> what the f- block block? <laughs> that that female ego, you know, is in jail, man. It's like those memes, like, oh, if you don't have time for me to respond, it takes two seconds to send a text back. Blah, 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 blah. Bitches are real mature till you leave them on scene. Dead ass. But don't she got a man? So it's like, why she care about niggas leaving her on scene? She got a man. <laughs> you know how it is. Exactly. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's the whole fucked up part. It's like, ugh. She kind of put him on blast by even oh, telling gee, me all that you, shit. Why like, are you I telling some other nigga? Like, I, I just picture that. Now, like, I picture really. one of my girls, like, telling their ex or whatever. Whatever they want to call it. Like, Anything. A dude, a dude uh, they used to fuck with. I love him dude. so much, but like, his dick yeah. just isn't as big as I would like. Oh, yeah. His like, finances just isn't. Yeah, like, yeah, that shit is kind of personal, like, lady. What the fuck? That's mad fucking grimy, man. That's mad fucking grimy. Actually... Nah, I don't even want to say that. I don't even want to say that. It's too deep for me. You have any chicks hitting you up in ways where it's like, damn, getting old, man. Some bitches I know got kids now. They divorced already. Bro, it was another situation, bro. I'm like, shit, it's full circle life here. Bro, (laughs) I haven't seen my ex in a very long time. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Um, But... We were together for like, like three years, bro. Three years, and I was like monogamous. It was some, some it was a big chunk of my fucking short life up to this point. And I run across her, like I come. I said run across her, like I came across her on Instagram because it'd be like telling you people, yeah, yeah, that you may know or whatever. And I open her page, and I'm like, oh shit. And then, bro, she got three kids. Jeez. She got two daughters and a son. She got three kids. Mind you, this chick is a year older than me. She probably, like, she's turning 27 now. Wait, who? Just mouth, just mouth it to me. <laughs> Wait, do it again? Dead ass? Three? <laughs> she got three kids, bro. She got three kids. Already? Bro. Yes, bro. She's turning 27 and she got three kids. I'm dead serious. When the and fuck that did that shit, happen? Jesus. Bro, that shit in itself made me feel old, bro. Like, I was like, wait, what? It made me kind of feel like, wait, am I supposed to be having kids? Like, wait, what's going on? Like, I don't know. That means. It's like. Oh, nah, nah. You know nah. what that means? That means when you're 46, mm-hmm. 
you could smash her daughter. Yo, <laughs> bro, what? Yo. You think she? <laughs> you think she'd be bad by then? I mean, if she looks anything like her mother, I mean, her mother look good, but. I, man, listen, man. 20 years. It's not that long a wait, man. <laughs> Didn't I just say it's going to pass by? You're going to have 120 grand, some fresh. Bro, I'm going to be one of those old dudes still bagging young chicks. And then out of nowhere, she's going to be like, yeah, my name is blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to meet her parents and some shit. And she's like, oh, shit. It's this girl. Like, what the fuck? Could you imagine that situation? Wow, that would be nuts. Like, yo, you know who else had sex with me? <laughs> Your, your mom, mom. <laughs> You could literally say I fucked your mom <laughs> yeah, To your girl <laughs> You could literally be like I fucked your mom Oh my no, god Bitch shut up I'll tell your mama To send your ass to bed <laughs> Yo That's fucking crazy But no bro Does that make you like A dad and a granddad Or sushi <laughs> Or like a, st- a stepdad a st- slash step- wait oh man but yo three kids bro that in itself made me feel like whoa like what the fuck like enough time has passed that she can have three kids so and they're like varying ages and shit that yeah man i seen i seen a homie mom from high school posting mm-hmm. uh his kid graduated from like preschool and shit, and I'm like, damn, what the motherfucker, fuck? you a kid? Because in high school, this dude was like five three, so I'm just <laughs> like, damn, I'm gonna be a graduation together. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny as fuck. You ever seen? Um, of course you've seen this movie. Fucking, don't be a menace. Don't be a menace. menace. Like when uh, Sean's dad is like, um, his age or like younger than him or some uh, shit. Yeah. That shit was too funny. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Don't Be a Menace is a classic hood comedy. It basically parodies all hood movies. Like Boys in the Hood. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> A Menace to Society and shit Yeah, like it's that. by Wayne's Brothers. So it's like, it just touches a special a place in the heart. It shit is basically, basically the joke is that his pops is younger than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he'd be tucking his pops into bed. Yeah, yeah. But then his pops would be cutting his hair. It's just funny yeah. as fuck. And then when he asked him about condom, he was like, yo, never use condom. <laughs> yeah, he's like, never- <laughs> yo. Remember you want to know what I think condoms? about condoms? Yeah. yeah. Never use it. Take away all the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. But damn, man. Bitches is getting creaky legs, man. Their their knees are cracking when they get up off the bed. Now they want to hit you up. That's it's how like it they're going to hit you up after 20 years. And you're like, hey, how are you? And then you check their status and say divorced. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why are you hitting me up, man? <laughs> right. Another thing that happens a lot is like chicks hit you up like when they break up with their boyfriend or some shit. Mm. I've had that a lot. That's happened to me a lot. Yeah, how, how are you? Like, that shit is like classic. Like, oh, you're cool. You know, I always could hit you up and we could smash and exactly. shit like that. Yep. So it's like as soon as she, she, this dude, this dude's too beta and she ends up dumping him or whatever it, it ends for some reason, then she hitting you up like on some. Hey, what's it? How's it going? And it's like, yo, you know what I hate too is what's that up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's like girls are so trash. Oh, they just put so little effort, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they just play dumb, and it's just like, you could at least try, or you could at least like 
for example, you could like compliment me or something. You could be like, yo, I see you out here doing your thing. I'm proud of you. Let me know if you ever want to blah, blah, blah. Some shit. Shameless. That would be classy. They you know shameless, what I mean? bro. No, they just like, hey, hey, it's been a while. How you been? Like, oh, by the way, goofy. I hate my boyfriend. And yeah. fucking, fucking yeah. a loser and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Like, so how about oh. you be like, hey, yo. I see you chasing your shit, or I see you doing your thing, blah, 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 whatever. Something more, like, it's about me, bitch, you hit. But it's not about me. It's about your toto, which you can't get filled <laughs> at the moment, and you stressed, yeah. and he over here smashing some new bitch, yeah. and you over here salty. You got to mm-hmm. fucking try to revalidate your life and sexuality, and you ain't got nothing else to revalidate your life other than your sexuality, and that's why you're in a position right now. But instead of taking it upon yourself to look in the mirror, you want to look at someone else to do the shit for you because you feel like the world owes you something. Like, motherfuckers owe you something because you grew mm-hmm. up in this society, in American culture, where you're taught, like, okay, I'm a woman. God's going to come through, white picket fence, and just mm-hmm. save me. Like, mm-hmm. no, there's like this there's like this inherent assumption when you grow up in America and you see TV and shit for chicks where it's like, Someone's gonna come and save me. Like if, if anything works, it's because like scenario. the like, provider versus the the like receiver duality and shit too. Yeah, that like, same sun. Like a lot of it is that push pull where chicks feel like you positive know, like you're the guy, the protector, the fucking the fucking uh, the leader, giver, the leader, the you, giver. You, you're, you're supposed to give, so it's like I. I you. I'm just supposed to be pretty and fuck you and suck your dick or whatever. Right? And the problem is that as dudes, because we're not fucking taught to, um, as dudes, we're just not taught to expect more. We're just, oh, yeah, make sure she can cook clean and suck your dick. Like, really? That's it? Really, bro? (laughs) That's it? That's 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 what's going to raise the next generation of leaders? (laughs) Cookers and dick suckers? Cookers and dick suckers. Chefs and dick suckers. Oh my god, man. And some of them bitches can't even do that right. Exactly. Either or. Bunch of starfish in the bed, assholes. Yeah, a lot of the prettiest chicks will give, like, they'll be the worst in bed. It's like, because they don't feel like they gotta do shit. No fucking. That's the pro. That's 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 it. That's an example of entitlement right there, and the neuroses, mm-hmm. neurosis disease, <laughs> and all that type of shit. The negative side effects that happen and come with that. With entitlement, even if it leads even into the bedroom, where it's all yeah. Because around, like... one of the worst things you can do mm-hmm. is like expect some shit. Because when you expect it, then if it doesn't happen, yeah. it's automatically a letdown. Yeah. Even though if the situation could be good. But since you expect it, it's like it's automatically let down if it doesn't hit that standard. And that's what a lot of chicks have. But the problem is not only do they have the expectations, but they don't they don't invest to make you want to even fulfill those expectations, quote unquote. And they don't even communicate about the expectations half the time. They just want you to know this shit like a fucking wizard. Like you got wizard on your fucking head, stamped on your fucking forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm ranting people. But yo, actually, like, now that we're talking about this thing and they're like feeling old and and just like girls having their crisis and shit like that, I actually was in a situation where I could tell like the chick was kind of like trying to have me as that dude who like she has on standby until she's done being a hoe. Or until she's done riding the cock carousel or whatever. Yeah. And she whatever when she finished living her life and fucking 
experimenting and doing drugs and blah 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 or whatever living her life then it's like then okay it's, I'm this changed is, now yes this is the stable guy who has the great personality who fucks good and fucking he's like the lit dude so like okay now I'm ready for you now I'm ready to whatever and it's like bitch ew go away like I don't want you to fucking like uh like I don't want you I don't want to be a consolation prize and I don't want your <coughs> pussy to be my consolation prize like okay I'm done doing what I gotta do, so here also, you go. Now you can have my pussy also, forever. Those chicks end up becoming the old women who mm. talk shit about the younger hoes that they can no longer compete with. Right. Like, oh, why is she dressing like that? Uh, that's a, you know what I mean? Like, all that type No respect of, for herself. Now you got it together after you're 40 plus, mm-hmm. 44, 44. 44 plus dicks Now you over here Like hey yeah. You turned over a new leaf Until I leave you on scene Taking a whole bunch of drugs At festivals and raves And all this other shit And like Now you want me to be Captain Save a Hoe Later on When I'm A finished product Fuck out of here Yeah I'll save you <laughs> But then you walk in the plank bitch When I'm done with you <laughs> Ooh How about that Ooh, Ooh You wanna know some captain puns <laughs> You wanna be a first mate <laughs> She's gonna get tossed back into the ocean after the first date. Hey, <laughs> I get bitches wet like Poseidon. <laughs> no hiding. Oh shit! Let man. your cute niggas like riding. Hey, or raiding, depending mm. on how you want to. None you know, of these pronounce. bitches got hymens. Hey, <laughs> oh, you about to just start freestyling? <laughs> these old ass bitches trying to hit me up, trying to get me to get them something, but bitch. You broke as fuck. I yeah. can't do it. Stand in the corner with a cup. You out of luck. For change, cause I ain't Obama, bitch. I ain't bringing you no change. <laughs> Hands out. But all I got to give you is game. Oh. And it's D, mommy. <laughs> and Man. D salami. Hey yo. Oh. See you, fire bars. Bars. <laughs> See here at the Gin and Juice podcast, acapella bars. Like to provide you with gems and bars. <laughs> hey man, we're gonna have a mixtape coming out soon, people. Yo. it's gonna be streaming on all platforms. <laughs> Damn man, um, that's that's man, that shit just chipped me out, man. Yo, let's like, read some Reddit questions. This is kind of heavy, man. I, I wanna, I wanna. You wanted it to be a chill podcast. Let's, let's, let's. I just, right, nah, I just wanna read some. Fuck it, fuck it. Let's do some Reddit questions. Cause we got these old ass, <laughs> old seduction. Been in the game for twenty years. Bitter ass problems. Let's hear some fresh, new, young gun problems. You feel me? All right, all right, all right, all right. Here's what we got. I'm going straight to new. All right, this is interesting. All right. What was the final push that made you stop making excuses and approach? I need that final push to approach. Been lurking in the seduction community for six years now. I'm 23, almost 24. Mm-hmm. I was first introduced to this community when I first when I started watching Simple Pickups YouTube videos back in high school. Oh, I remember them. Yep, that was definitely a big spawn of the next generation or whatever. However, my excuses for not approaching kept getting more elaborate over the years. Back in high school, I told myself, I'll just wait until college to start dating. Oh, man, he's doing that thing. Yeah. That thing. That's like me when I quit a lot of different drugs. I'm like, hey, this is the last line of cocaine for me. (laughs) 
Next week, I'm done. Just waiting the next. All right. Beginning of college. I'm just a freshman. Girls want older guys. I'll right. just work on myself and not worry about dating and girls until I'm an upperclassman. Mm. Then junior and senior college year, I'm just starting to figure out the bar scene and it's scary. All the other guys there are intimidating. I should work on myself before approaching. Then grad school year, one year right after college at the same college. I'm insanely busy. I have barely enough time to eat and sleep. I don't have time to talk to anyone, let alone date. So for all of my excuses, this one is the most legit. Grad school was very tough. Don't recommend to anyone unless you need it in your career. Now I'm entering my 9 to 5 life. And this is where the big mm. problem happened. Is because a lot of dudes, when they don't, when you don't spend those teenage years mm-hmm. getting that muscle memory, now you're no longer surrounded by it. Now you go into the real world where it's 9 to 5. There is no easy pass. There's no, hey, you going to school, Jenny? You going to class? Uh-huh. There's no none of that shit. Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. parties to be invited to. Now... Now you really a fish in the you ocean. You gotta rely on yourself, and, and now you gotta rely on your own skill sets. But you, your own you didn't build up those skill sets. So to over, over to sort of overcome it, you have to either put force yourself into an environment that helps you, mm-hmm. or just have an insane amount of willpower, and just knowledge, and just an ability to keep improving and going about it solo, or hopefully with a homie. But. A lot of times it'd be solo, you gotta man. Throw yourself into the fire, man. That's and the only way you can fail at this because it's like they end up. Hoping on that one chick at work. Right. That one chick at school. Yep, yep, yep. Because that's what they did in they school. They fall into that pattern. Like, exactly. whoever's around, it's Pro- like... Proximity. Yes, exactly. They rely on these factors, and it's like, ooh. Yo, good threat, bro. Shout out to you. Could use confidence. Wow, that's your actual screen name. That's pretty funny. Also, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way. Shout out to our... Yo, you do man, it, do it, man. Do it, listen, bro. Listen, man. I promise I'd shout you out, and of course I have to shout you out, Ninja, Ninja T. T. You are the man. Thank you for listening. Yo, one of my most dedicated top listeners. Yo, you get the special unleashed badge of awesome fly pimp handedness. Yo, you get the golden pimp hand with this the pimp hand. Pimp hand. There we go. You can slap eight hundred bitches at once with this pimp hand. Just try it. It's amazing. You can't. Yo. Yo. Nah, for real though, shout out to you, man. He compliment, as he said, is literally his fi- favorite podcast ever, and like, that's like the biggest compliment. Yeah, man, very get, flattering. Yo. Thank you so much, bro. And nah, yeah, too, jokes man, aside, yo, that, that shit, that shit is like a battery in our backs, man. I appreciate that, yo. Keep killing it out there. And the UK, and the UK with the late days, <laughs> they be like, "Ooh, you gonna put it in me, boom?" In me? Nah, I'm sorry, yo. I don't. <laughs> <my> fucking <laughs> my UK accent needs some work, but. I got you, man. Just give me a little, give me a little time, Shout out yeah. To you in Manchester, man. Oh yeah, he's in Manchester. Yeah, he's oh, in Manchester. Shit. How do how how do how do chicks? Manchester's yeah, uh, man. Hit Manchester's us up, man. How do chicks league, look man. in Manchester? How's how's the scene out there? Yeah, Manchester is not a very encouraging name. <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> but at the oh, same time, shit. yo, Manchester. I know it's a big city in the UK, so there's got to be, it's got to be active. All right, oh, so man. now entering not to five life, my work days are exhausting and i don't see people my age like i do in college that's another bad thing because you mm. might go into a workplace when there ain't no bitches right or you can't because you don't want to get me too right might be a really generation. quiet office yep. you know i mean you might not really feel comfortable that vibe might not be there you know exactly a lot of squares man <laughs> squares like to snitch on you 
I also live with my family, about to move out. I should wait until I move out before trying to date. Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. This dude's going to be 60. Like, all right. All right. I'll wait till the latest Viagra the comes out home. next year. <laughs> I hear it's really good. When I'm in the nursing home, I'll get some fucking nursing home pussy. Oh, and then when shit. he's on his deathbed, he's like, all right. All right, nurse. I never had sex before. This is my final wish. I'm finally ready. Give me a hand job in my dying bed. Like, what the fuck, man? All right. I've even had excuses that I've recognized as super dumb, but still haven't overcome. Like, I drive, I drive a Toyota Sienna minivan. It's not manly enough for a single 23-year-old girl, and girls might be turned off. Yo, bro, party mm. van. You know that Kelso van from that 70s show, yo. All you got to do is put a nice fucking sound system in that shit, drop the seats in the back, take that bitch to a nice little pier scene or a nice little beach scene or some nice shit nice view shit open the back of that shit and then lay down there with a fucking blankets and comforters and pillows and shit fuck the shit out of her look at the fucking stars and shit yeah Trust yo bring me, some dope fuck that download man. some dope shit on a laptop to watch and yo you got yourself a party in your own joint man I, my bed is a twin, which isn't big enough for girls to sleep over. I've right, been that's fucking, a really stupid I, I, excuse. Man, I was fucking bitches in my twins, in my twin bed for years, my nigga. Not, man, listen. Bro, I fucked a bitch in my single bed. I almost fell off that bitch <laughs> in the middle of the night. You're supposed to be on top of that bitch anyway or behind her. You're not supposed to have a double. Anyways. <laughs> but to be fair, he's saying these excuses that he recognized were that stupid. Re- yeah, that's true. All right. To summarize, deep down, deep down I know mm-hmm. all these excuses are bullshit. Props, man. How do I overcome these thoughts in my brain? I agree with those that say that masculinity is a fragile thing. Although I do plenty of outdoor manly hobbies like rock climbing and skiing, I always feel insecure about dating. All right, what you need to do is to to break to break out of that whole uh, like anxiety and and being afraid. Is that you got to start? You start with what you're comfortable with or whatever. Well. Break out of your comfort zone, obviously, but something like start out by saying hi to everybody. Start out by saying hi to strangers in the street, asking for the time, to fucking asking for directions or whatever the fuck it is. Just start like that, and then then you lead into more conversation. Then you start approaching like at first approach dudes, approach grannies, approach fucking approach girls too, whatever. Approach everybody, and then later on, just like focus on girls, and then later and then from then focus on girls you're actually like really attracted to. And then lead into more conversation and just like take it step by step as far as growing comfortable with having conversation with. Yeah, I'm gonna hit this women. up, dude. Just do it up later and let him. What's the timestamp on this podcast right now? Just so I know, like, what general time to tell him. Uh, 35 minutes. 35. All right, I'll tell him it's around 35. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a couple different tips from a couple different angles. First, I'm gonna give you a practical physical tip when you're actually out and about so when you're actually out and about i would take a deep breath before you do anything not only that just take a like take a deep breath to see it <sighs> all right time to go like Sounds simple as that oxygen to your brain yeah you exactly get, right and right before your first statement also take another deep breath just take a deep breath before you say something in general just make that a habit because it'll just make your voice a lot more powerful and you'll be able to project easier with minimal effort when you just mm-hmm. speak normally You'll notice it's just hard to project. But when you take a breath, you're just like, excuse me. Like, it just comes off. You can just stop with more authority and whatnot. Right. That's a practical, physical body type advice. Two, Mm. like you said, asking for directions. You know, getting your feet wet. And this is an oldie but a goodie. Sorry to cut you off, but this is an oldie but a goodie. But 
I, I do like the three second rule of like approaching a chick within three seconds of seeing her or whatever seconds of seeing her. Like once she gets in your peripheral and you actually see her, force yourself to approach her right away. Because once you're there, what the fuck? You're just going to stand in front of her and not say anything. You have to say something at that point. Exactly. So force yourself. You got to take discipline. You have to fucking yeah. force yourself. And also have shit. a positive mindset. Like reframe everything in a positive way. You see a beautiful girls outside, you get nervous. That's not you being nervous and locking down or freezing up or whatever those negative terminologies that's going to knack your subconscious to feel negative shit. Instead, think like, yo, she's beautiful. All these beautiful girls out here, like, I feel good. I feel excited. Smile when you say that. Smile hard. And then suddenly you start to feel better. Mm -hmm. It's like I go up to a girl. I nervously fuck up. I'm like, oh, man, she was just really beautiful, man. I was just out of my element in that moment. You just laugh this shit off. Whatever the case is, you just have a positive energy towards this shit because if you because even if you have the most perfect strategy in the world if you just have this very like hunter like i'm trying to get some shit like frame your energy to be one of you're giving you're making people's day you see a girl you're like oh that's an amazing dress by the way i just wanted you to know it's like work on saying things more descriptively and just saying things on the spot and giving value to people and having that shit as a exactly. mindset. You are a moment, value. Yeah, you give a genuine compliment to a chick, not on just her shallow looks, a genuine thing, an outfit she's wearing, something she put effort in, her vibe, her energy. You even just complimenting, saying you have really cool energy, by the way. Whatever the case is, that shit right there is one of the best things you could do because that's the momentum that's going to build upon itself because it's like you're not feeling like, oh, I'm trying to get something. You're just like, I'm out and about. If something happens, then I'll bite. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just like, yeah, you have a pretty dress, by the way, miss. Blah, blah, blah. And you just slowly start to get more into your groove. That's that's indirectly. Also, that's good because then you won't have any excuses because it's like you have no excuse. To ask it for the time. You can't ask a girl for the time. There's no excuse to that. You start off something small. Start off, ask two beautiful girls every day for the time. Then the next week, challenge yourself for directions. Then on the third week, challenge yourself for directions, except compliment her and then leave afterwards. Then the fourth week, by the end of the month, try complimenting and then staying and and saying something about yourself, like or, where you're from and where she's from. Or asking for directions to a place that's actually nearby that you can actually take her to. And try to work an instant date into the situation. Yeah, because that's ultimately the end goal. Using that by like, obviously stay first and then be like, oh, you actually, you want to go with me to yeah. whatever? Go get yeah, that we're not going to go into the whole thing because you asked about approaching for sure. But those are just some of the key things I could say like 100%. And like for me, but he also asked us for you, for us personally. So like, what was the key moment for you man that made you just be like fuck it i'm gonna approach i don't know because i've been doing this since i was so young though that it's like this shit became kind of normal to me it got normalized at some at some point i just did it so much and i forced myself to do it so young like walking up to girls older than me and i'm fucking 13 (coughs) years old and 14 years old and shit like that and i fucking came across this very very like as a youth so just like repetition and like it's like with any skill it's like it's just like for example any endurance sport or any anything where you need stamina and shit like that like you have to get that repetition in to like work that muscle memory to where things like just saying hi to somebody is like the most monotonous easy thing ever 
some people even saying hi to somebody that they don't know is like exactly. an an anxious moment but for me it just became regular by repetition you got to force yourself just forcing myself and the more experiences you start to build under your belt you start to start to get more comfortable and not just that and you notice patterns and then you yeah. start you start using you you develop your own style and you start recognizing patterns and like exactly okay, exactly when i do this like this happens whatever you got it you know get them sets in man <clears throat> also mix it up man it's like it's like anything it's like there's gonna be times where you might be learning a new skill set and you start off baby steps and that's like the best way Another day you might just be like, fuck it, I'm just going to jump in and see what happens. A trial, something wild, and just see what happens. Sometimes that's the best thing to do, like going up to a girl directly and just saying, like, excuse me, I know this is really random, but I literally just noticed you over there, and I thought you looked incredibly stunning. You just have, like, this really creative kind of vibe. I don't know. I just, I had to say hi, otherwise I'd be kicking myself for the rest of the fucking day. Mm -hmm. So, hi, I'm Jay. What's your name? Bam. That whole shit right there. I can only deliver it because it's just muscle memory at this point. Right. After a while, it's like you just—it's almost like you're just watching yourself do the shit. <laughs> Out of body. But yeah, man, um, you got this, dude. Just understand that nobody's coming out here to save you, man. That's another thing. I want to say this shit too because a lot of dudes are in this situation where they spent all their high school, college years. Oh, I'm focused on school. It's not necessarily a bad choice because we did the opposite, and that led to some negative consequences as well. But there's always a give and a take. You sacrifice social skills for other progress in other areas. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's always going to be a give and take. But just understand because you're in your 20s, you don't have your goofy little homies in college no more. You don't have your goofy little homies in high school. You don't have the little social circles on social media like that no more. You are a lone wolf. Yeah. You are in this shit alone. No one's coming to save you. No one's throwing a fucking raft out there. You, before you know it, you could be 27. Oh, you're like, oh, shit, I'm about to basically be a 30-year-old, only kissed maybe one, two, three girls. Fuck, how did this, how did I even get to this? Now you're over here wondering. Next thing you know, you're like the 40-year-old virgin, like fucking Steve Carell or some shit. Game doesn't have to be life, man. Life has to be game. If you get what I mean by that. Yeah, I feel you, man. <laughs> but when you're alone, it might feel lonely. But just understand that no one's coming to save you. You gotta. I do mean, this like shit when I was young, own. I didn't know how to swim. And this might be child abuse, <laughs> but it taught me a lesson. So when I was young, I, I when I turned 11, I moved to Florida for like two years. And I didn't know how to swim at that point. I lived in fucking brick-ass New York City. The closest you got to a pool was, like, opening the pump in the summer on the block. So, That's a fact. basically, we lived in an apartment complex, and every apartment complex has a pool. And this dude, my stepdad at the time, threw me into the deep end of the fucking pool. I didn't know how to fucking swim. Guess what? I learned how to swim pretty fast. <laughs> when that happened, I learned how to swim. I had to fucking... I had to sink or swim, like, swim, nigga. So, basically, like, just thrusting myself into that moment, like, I actually appreciate that. Because after that, like, now I know how to swim, like, crazy, bro. Like, I could swim in exactly. deep-ass water. Exactly. It's it like, don't even matter. You could have started off slow, yeah. and I'm sure it could have worked out. And you could have done it extreme, and they both could work out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, it, hell, it would be beneficial to do both. I, yeah, I liked, yeah, I liked, I liked throwing myself into it, though. Like, yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? Like, it just... I think that's what helped separate us from a lot 
of people is because I was always very open-minded and out of the box. It's like if someone said, like, well, you can't fuck a girl and then tell this other girl, I'd be like, well, why not? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't have a threesome and then the, the girl walks in and I'm like, well, why not? Why does it have to be a fight? Yeah. Why, why do I have to? Like, what is polit? Oh, so I'm not fucking with multiple bitches, so therefore I'm polyamorous? Well, what is polyamory? Why do I have to call it polyamory? I question every fucking thing. Yep. That allows you to just create your own reality because you can play with shit. A lot of dudes are like, okay, it's going good. All right. They play the, I don't want to fuck this up game. I was the opposite. My main goal wasn't to get a girl. It was to get good with girls. So, so I wanted to make that the option. So, like, whatever I did was for that purpose which means a lot of situations didn't go well in that particular situation because i wanted to test some shit out or i wanted to try something i wanted to push the limits to see where that limit was right and if i didn't do that if i was just focused on trying to get the girl then i would have had a safe fast option i wouldn't be telling you that you could you know you could just do all types of crap i wouldn't have girls with my fucking initials on on their fucking skin and that's nothing to fucking brag about because anybody could do it and it's just something that it was just a badge of honor. I wanted to see the, the crazy shit that I could do. And then once I realized, okay, these are the limits, then I could kind of pull back and set up my own reality of what I feel is necessary and fit for me rather than taking on, like, whatever society gives me, whether it be monogamy or polygamy or whatever the case is. Because, like, for example, like, with that whole shit, people be like, okay, you're not monogamous, then you're polygamous. And it's like... yeah. Why the fuck I gotta listen to that? What is that? Like, you yeah, know what I mean? and why do I have to be either or? Why, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, in maybe the past, sometimes you want to chill, maybe sometimes I want to move in. Exactly. And then in the past, I've had girls where I use the word like polygamy or like mm-hmm. I'm not into monogamy, I'm on polygamy, whatever. Some, and then they'll maybe go on forums online where it's polygamy couples mm-hmm. and they have all their weird rules. And then they mm-hmm. might come from cultures that's just different from my culture. And it's just like, man, I don't, I don't need like. I don't need to follow all these stiff, older, white people's definition of what polygamy, because that's most of the polygamy people. Or I don't need to follow this or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make it whatever the fuck is comfortable for me. Bro, everyone's married, for example. All these people, millions of people are married. Yet, if you took 99.9% of married people and you were like, yo, who made up marriage? Like, what is marriage? Where did that come from? No one's going to know. Like, no one's going to know who made this shit up. And it's like, if you don't even know the origins of marriage, how could this shit even be significant? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't make mm-hmm. no fucking sense to me. But I'm not going to get too deep. No, I don't want to give too many people cognitive dissonance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, like... But shit gets real in the Jinju show. I had a fucking whole conversation with this girl the other day about how, okay... Like, you want to have that ceremony or whatever? You want to have the ceremony? That if That's cool. We could do the ceremony. But I ain't signing no fucking paper saying that you're my wife. You know what I'm saying? Because why Why bring the government into it? You know what I'm saying? Then it's not something that... Is you know what's for funny the symbolism about that? You ever had a bitch for... argue with you about that? Yeah. And what's crazy is that you could literally be saying, we'll do everything but the contract. Yes. And they'll and be, be arguing. Like, nah. And they'll try to argue on some romance shit. Yeah, like then Like it's you're not taking real. away. The, yeah, it's not real. It's what not real. What do you mean it's not real? We need a piece of paper to say it's real? Fuck out of here. You really love me for this? You want it for the symbolism of us being together and blah, blah, blah. Okay, sure, but... I ain't signing no fucking papers saying you take half my shit when you older leave. bitches. That's how you see these older bitches on online profiles. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but old, older Latina girls, Spanish mm-hmm. girls, Hispanic girls, they're like some of the worst. Like if you ever went on Plenty of Fish, you see these oh fucking dirty old washed up 
Spanish, Hispanic bitches like, and I ain't playing. And if you're here trying to play games, I'm not here to play games. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, all yeah. that means is you got fucked a gajillion times, and you want and some now, dude to settle down. Yeah, because you realize that you weren't charming or valuable enough to keep the really litty dudes, the really popping actual dudes who are alpha males or whatever you want to call it, who are also just awesome in general. You didn't have the personality to keep those motherfuckers around because they actually had real options. But you never wanted to stay with the beta male. That is the curse of the modern hoe. This is what we're calling it right here. This is the phrase right here. The, the curse, curse of the of modern, the hoe. modern hoe. The curse of the Preach modern hoe is that <laughs> the, the modern hoe or any hoe in mm-hmm. your history, she wants the dude who's popping, but right. the dude who's popping has options right yes so the average hoe has an average personality she's an npc she's a basic bitch she doesn't have the thing that really stimulates a dude who's really on his grind really good socially really like just winning in life you know what i mean she doesn't have enough to keep him around Mm -hmm. personality wise but but she wants him and because she's pretty the dude who's popping, he will fuck her. And he might even keep her as a fuck buddy. And he might even throw her some romance. And he might even do that for a couple of years. But they'll never wife that chick. Mm-hmm. Because she's just too basic. Too fucking basic. Yeah. And he's always longing for something else. Exactly. But because she's just fucked over the years, from, like as a fuck buddy or whatever, she still kind of has a bit of an ego. Like, oh, I'm, I can fuck with those guys. Yes. I can fuck with the rich guy. Yeah. I can fuck with the Good NBA, dude, the celebrity yeah. dude. But then after a while, it starts to dawn on her years later, like, oh, none of these motherfuckers are making me a main option. Yo, they didn't stay with me. Or, exactly. Or yeah. it's just they never actually took me seriously. So what happens is that chick now, she has to resort to going to these beta dudes with no game. But they'll pick a dude where maybe he's good looking, but maybe he's going bald. Or maybe he's good looking. But he's kind of has low confidence mm-hmm. or he's good look or decent looking or average looking, but he has good money or right. st- financial stability or whatever the case is. Or vice is. versa. But the problem is, is even then she's not happy because she has the stability, but she doesn't get that sexual, you know what I mean? That excitement raw from excitement him. from, yeah, from the alpha male, whatever you want to call it. So what is she? She just ends up stuck in between where... She's over here basically getting pumped and dumped on the side with whatever she can get with her remaining looks as they fade over the years mm-hmm. while probably lying to her beta provider husband. Yep. But she's never really going to be happy because she just is a goofy bitch. And that is the curse of the modern hoe, people. The end. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. Uh, no, yeah, man. It's just a shame because uh, you want these bitches to have a worse ending. It's like choose your ending video game, but you want the bitches <laughs> to have a worse choose your ending because there's too many dudes who are actually decent or whatever the case. They just get played and that used like napkins. Yeah, because it's like cause here's the sad shit. No matter how rotten a chick's personality is, if she's at least like a 6.5, it don't matter there how terrible, some dude, yep. there's always going to be a sucker. But that's also the curse of the modern hoe because those suckers, at the end of the day, girls don't want the suckers. They don't fit the bill for them. Exactly. They're not like us. Like, if we had a bunch of bitches with no personality, but they were willing to fuck us, we'd be like, all right, that's cool. I'll just chill, play Xbox, fuck random bitches. They both end up settling. You've seen, I've seen a bunch of couples where it's like, oh, they're both, they both settled. 
seen that. Like what? Like what do you mean? Like you could tell that they both settled. She settled for him. He's like so. He's kind of like a like kind of you know. He's just happy he got a pretty girl. Yeah, he's kind of beta dude. He's not really you know out there like that. And then he he settled with her, where she's like a six point five. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. He or like she's kind of boring and has no personality. Exactly. And yeah. He's just like happy to be there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, I'm happy to just be getting some consistent pussy. A big factor that's not spoken about with this is the personality because chicks get such a pass on their looks but truthfully even pretty girls if they have a really rotten personality this is a process that they go through i'm telling you because i'm seeing it like i know girls that they've been single now for years like Mm. and they always got boyfriend they always got like side things and whatever the case right. is yeah, yeah, yeah. but but guess what but yes. guess what oh my god she's yes. fucking annoying and yes. and like i can't be around the bitch yes but here's the thing since i'm 25 mm-hmm. she's 25 or she's in her 20s she hasn't been hit yet with that with the fucking curse yet because she's still young mm-hmm. but eventually when her looks fade but her personality is just as We're toxic rotten. yeah she's not gonna be able to have that lady fucking dude that's and she's gonna she have to hit you up that's, again. yeah that's <laughs> when the fucking two roads start to now she has to yes. go on one of those I fucking roads ah yo that is a good ass point that is wow damn and i like i was about to say something i lost it in the middle of that but that was good. Fuck, just about, um, damn. Yeah, you were about to say something when I was talking about fucking, damn, that shit about. How when she has a ride personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, she's annoying and shit like that. Like, yo, I had a girl like that where it's like, it's like, yeah, but it's like, I don't like, oh, like, it's not even worth it. Like, you it's it's kind of like a chick with no game, even though she has looks. Mm-hmm. She'll get a goofy motherfucker. She don't got game. She can't. She don't got the game and personality to tie down the actual dudes popping. Mm-hmm. Just like a, a dude who doesn't have no game has to settle for some mediocre okay. chick. You see, it's like it all comes around. I feel like I'm like, like not even on some conceited shit, but just like the little dude in that situation, that in that analogy that you gave, where it's like I have, I've had girls like pressure me into monogamous relationships or try to pressure me into. Like, oh, I'm not enough for you and blah, blah, blah and all this shit like that. And I'd be like, I'd be thinking about it and I'm like, yo, this chick is not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, like, why do you think that you're, you're like. Good enough. Yeah. Like, why do you think that, that I. That you're on the level. Yes, that, that I'm, that I'm supposed to be like, like rushing to fucking just be with you and nobody else like yeah, you're so fucking like, amazing you're so fucking incredible who you think are you're so, you lady you think you're so incredible that i should never it's fuck just any yo, other it's chick ever again because it's like bitch i went up to you exactly. in public i charmed you i got your pants off I narrated that awesome fantasy that we had during sex. Mm-hmm. I planned that awesome date that right. we had. I fucking did orchestrate all of this. All this shit and off there, all of this. And then you I'm go, I want like it all for you? myself. Yes. And it's like, why? What, what have, have you, you done? done? Yes. What have you done to make me want to stay? What have you done? Like, how many times I've ended up like girls shaming me for not wanting to have them as a girlfriend. You know what's funny though. You know what's funny though. You know what's funny though is that dude, chicks want everything, right? 
They want yeah. dude to be good, exciting in bed, mm-hmm. exciting date, romantic, mm-hmm. but at the same time ambitious on his shit, financially stable, mm-hmm. in shape, per- social, good with people, doesn't get embarrassed, does protects you, willing to, all this shit, right? What you bring? And as dudes, we're saying like, what do you do? What do you do? But even for the average dude, the average dude doesn't even want anything other than like a simple bad bitch. That don't act goofy as fucking fucking wild out. It's yeah. like motherfucker. It's not even like motherfuckers we, expect yeah, bitches to be doing backflips. Yeah, yeah, it's just that you're reliable. That you're not gonna lie. That you're mm-hmm. gonna be honest. Yes, you, like basic exactly. shit. Like it's the most simple shit that you ask for. Exactly. And they can't even do that. They can't. They man. can't even do that, bro. Oh my god. And that's why we're gonna be wifing up these rob these fucking robot hoes in the future, man. <laughs> Wifey bought 2000. <laughs> I wish I was born 2000 years in the future and then I wouldn't have to be doing this podcast. I'd be <laughs> off somewhere on the island drinking fucking. With Wifey bought 2000. <laughs> with Wifey bought 2000. Oh my God. Drinking Long Island iced teas, man. NPCs anyway, so it's the same thing. Oh my God. That was vicious. Thing. I got goosebumps. That was bars, bro. <laughs> Bitch, yeah, man. You know how many times I've been in that situation? It's like, wow, now. It, it ties it all together to the beginning of the podcast for like girls hitting you up on that wave. It's the same thing where girls trying to get you to cuff them, and you're like, "But why? Like, I charmed you. What have you? You're not charming. Like, you you haven't been charming. All you've been, all you've given me is headaches, and like, have made me wait a pussy, and like all this other shit, and like, true, true. You put your pussy on a pedestal, or whatever." And I'm supposed to stay with you because you gave me pussy. Like Yo, you that's know what's it. Another funny thing no, is a lot more. of times, a lot of times those pretty chicks who are super toxic and have terrible personalities and are just mad and tolerable to be around long periods of time. Yeah, a lot of times they know that. They mm-hmm. know that, right? So when they come across you, and if you're like a really good novelty, like you know how to communicate sexually, romantically with people outside, you're ambitious, you're on your dream, mm-hmm. you like all of that shit at once, and push pull and like lead and all that shit, and she realizes, oh shit, this is a rare gem right here. I know because I fuck a lot of niggas, fuck me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> this is when they come across you, that they dude. immediately try to like cuff you and try mm-hmm. to get some kind of confirmation. Of like control over you, but right. it just be hilarious because you be like, <laughs> you, you be like, bitch, no. you, no, do you, you see these other bitches I'm fucking with, right? <laughs> How do you think that you have a chance, you? Yo, and you know what crazy part is like, yo, I, we're getting sucked into another thing, but I don't give a fuck because this has to be said, yo. Another thing about it is that a lot of those girls who don't really fit the bill. And shit like that, they'll get offended of you asking for more than pussy. They get offended at that. Like they they act they act like they they feel like for me saying that that there's that that I'm saying that all they're good for is pussy. But it's like, yeah, like yo, you haven't even tried to put in any effort yo, besides giving others, me pussy. Yeah, exactly. So but they like, don't want to. But they don't want to be looked at. Exactly. Yo, even think that reminds me of another very huge female hypocrisy. It's like. Chicks always want to fit in with other bitches Mm -hmm. and the crowd, but yet they want to be different from other girls. Exactly. They want you to look at them differently, but you Mm -hmm. talk like the bitches. You drink the same Mm -hmm. goofy Starbucks drinks. You talk. Y'all all talk with the same dialect. Yep. It's like how you want to be the same. But then you want to be different in my eyes yep. so that I don't fuck that bitch that you're right next to, that mm-hmm. you're desperately trying to fit in with. 
What makes you two different? Why should I elevate you above her when you're desperately trying to fit in with her? Exactly. At the same time. You want to play both sides. Nah. And the chicks, the chicks are so linear-minded that they don't even understand these things that are going on. That it's just like, how do you have these? Like, I had a chick who was clearly a thotty type of chick. Clearly a promiscuous type of chick. Literally, like, check out a random dude. And then, be, and then was trying to, like, have me cuffer by the end of the date. And this was, like, the third date or some mm-hmm. shit. And it's like, I clearly just seen you check someone out mad blatant and not even low. And then you, she was trying to, like, get me to cut because, like, I'm still this novelty. But Ew. it's like, but she's still a thought. And yeah, so you it's like, but you, but you just Ew. want to confirm that you have this novelty yes. to some kind of left brain confirmation mm-hmm. for you. like, And it's just like, no, nah. you out of your fucking mind. And nope. even if you wanted to be a quality chick, you couldn't. You couldn't. You're just too conditioned to be trash. The curse of the modern hoe. The curse of the modern hoe. Night, kiddos. <laughs> Beware. Damn. I one of these hoes coming to your town. Yo, any last thoughts, man? Nah, man. I fucking I I, I wore myself out with all the. Yo, this is this was good. I like this one. I like this episode. Yo, so the, one piece of parting advice. Since this has a lot, this episode has a lot to do with time, and getting older, mm-hmm. and how it changes the dynamic between you and women. One piece of advice I would say is understand perspective of time that you're in you know what i mean like for example we get a lot of younger dudes that we give them advice or whatever and they might look at a girl like i said i said this before in the past podcast how like for example a chick might be pretty she's young maybe she's 18 19 20 you're around that age she might be a bum ass bitch who's gonna end up a loser in the future Mm -hmm. and all the signs are there but because she's young Mm -hmm. she's living off her parents she has these pretty clothes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, the signs aren't there yet. Right. But when she's 25, 30, 35, the signs are there. You'd yeah. be like, oh, that's a loser, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's not a loser. You know what I mean? It's more obvious. But when you're young, everybody seems like they have potential. Right. You know how when you go to high school, it's like, that's Josh and that's the, and everyone's yeah. alive and happy. But it's like, no, that's 10 funny. years in the future, that guy became a heroin addict. That, that motherfucker that. died. That dude went to prison. That bitch got pregnant three times, had nine abortions. It's like <laughs> all this shit is happening. But when yeah. you're young and you're at that current age, it seems like all bitches have potential. So you don't have that perspective. And that's something that age will teach you over time. But just be aware of that so you don't see things in a short frame kind of side of mind. You know what I mean? Because a lot of dudes will put chicks into pedestals where it's like this chick is a loser. But you don't see it yet. Because you're in that college age where everyone's just mm-hmm. on that level playing field. But yeah. you're going to see it, dude. You're going to see it. And there's other ways. It can't just be that she's a loser financially and that she wants a dude to take care of her. She could be good financially and have a good job or whatever. But she could be a loser in her soul. She could be a loser mentally. She could oh, have no depth Preach. to her. She could have shitty like conversations. She could get offended at the at the even the thought of answering some deep question. Because she knows she has no fucking depth to her to even answer the question. So... She feels some type of way. It's just like, That's oh, like I can't even be around you. And it's like, yeah, she could be a loser bitch in other ways. Just saying. There's only one loser hoe <laughs> that you must be aware of. The one who's a loser in her soul. <laughs> and that 
It's been another episode. Sorry, we missed last week, people. We're going to have some special treat for y'all. This special is, little. This one was over an hour just to make up for that, so. <laughs> we're going to do something else, yo. We got we, we, got this. We got that Anchor app, yo. We're going to start doing shit. Like, Dropping we can just answer shits. questions. Yeah, right. while you in Brooklyn, I'm in the BX. <laughs> you know, we could. Link. Answer link, some bro. questions. All right, do dope. that shit live. All right, peace, people. people. See you next episode. Shout out Ninja T, bro. Thank you for the love. All right. Peace.